Thomas and Friends Storytime, The Great Easter Egg Hunt, a podcast story for kids, starring Thomas, Percy and a magical Easter bunny. Based on the railway series by the Reverend W. Audrey, created by Britt Allcroft and read by me, Rachel Louise Miller. This episode is brought to you by Day Out with Thomas Events. Parents, get ready for a day of adventure. Day Out with Thomas is heading to a station near you. Jump on board for a train ride with Thomas, meet Sir Topham Hat, play games and so much more. Visit dayoutwiththomas.com for tickets. And now it's story time. Over the hill and round the bend, you'll find a large roundhouse called Tidmouth Sheds, where five little engines sleep soundly at night and wake in the morning as the sun shines its light. They all have work to do and cargo to tow. For this happy crew, it's all engines go. Today's story is all about looking for something that's been lost. It's called The Great Easter Egg Hunt. Eight, nine, ten, coming, ready or not, said Percy, ringing his lucky bell. He was playing hide-and-seek with Thomas. Percy looked behind a tree. No Thomas there. Then he looked behind a small shed. No Thomas there either. Then he heard a rustle. Gotcha, he shouted as he leapt behind a bush. But Thomas wasn't there either. Just a white rabbit carrying a basket and wearing a fancy hat tied together with a big bow. Oh, sorry, Easter Bunny. I was looking for my friend Thomas, said Percy before chugging away. Percy screeched to a halt. Easter Bunny? He darted back behind the bush to check he wasn't seeing things. Nope, it was the Easter Bunny all right. Although she looked a little bit sad. Is everything okay? Percy asked. The Easter Bunny pointed to a big hole in her basket and sighed. My basket, which was full of eggs, has a hole amongst its threads. And now I fear my valuable treasure has fallen out and is lost forever. So the beautiful hand-painted eggs I made, I cannot give out at the Easter parade. Oh dear! I know what that's like. I lost my lucky bell once and it made me sad. And that's why we're going to find your eggs, said Percy. With which the Easter Bunny suddenly perked up. Just then, Thomas appeared from behind a stack of crates. Hey, Purse, I thought you were supposed to be looking for me, he said. I was, Thomas. But I found the Easter Bunny instead, and she needs our help. This sounds like a job for the biggest adventure club. And with that, the Easter Bunny jumped up onto Percy's buffer plate, and he and Thomas raced away. At Tidmouth Sheds, Percy introduced the Easter Bunny to the other engines and explained what had happened. Mia told them that whenever something is lost, they should always retrace their steps, or in this case, the Easter Bunny's hops. So the best places to look were the places the Easter Bunny had already been. 
Nia turned to the Easter Bunny, who scrunched her eyes and twizzled her ears as she thought very hard. There was a place as dark as night, with shimmering rays of sparkly light, and another which was up in the air with a bouncy bouncy everywhere. Then there was a place of stinky muck, with a cock-a-doodle-doo and a cluck-cluck-cluck. But my final egg, and where I last sat, I do not remember this way nor that. Thomas told them they should split into three teams. He, Percy and the Easter Bunny will look for places as dark as night. Carly and Sandy can look in up-in-the-air places, while Nia, Kana and Diesel can look in stinky places with a cock-a-doodle-doo. The biggest adventure club Great Easter Egg Hunt is on, said Percy proudly. And without any further a-doodle-doo, the three teams raced away. Thomas and Percy tried to think of places as dark as night with rays of sparkly light. What things sparkle? Thomas wondered out loud. Stars, said Percy. And glitter! My wheels after they've been polished! Crystals! Thomas's face suddenly lit up. That's it, Percy! The crystal caves! And with that, Thomas, Percy and the Easter Bunny raced away. Meanwhile, in team number two, Carly lifted Sandy off the tracks with her crane arm. That way, they could see in the up-in-the-air places. They searched treetops, rooftops and even windmill tops. But there were no eggs to be found. But then, Sandy's eyes widened. There, she said, pointing over Carly's head. Ah, of course, said Carly. Lookout Mountain, the most up-in-the-air place on Sodor. And with Sandy still dangling overhead, Carly raced away. <laughs> Meanwhile, in team number three, Nia, Kana and Diesel tried to think of stinky places. There's the docks. It's pretty stinky there, said Kana. But seagulls don't go a cock-a-doodle-doo. Only roosters do that, added Nia. And the only rooster I know of is at McCall's Farm, they all shouted. And with that, Nia and Diesel grabbed hold of Kana's rear coupler and she zoomed off at great speed. Thomas, Percy and the Easter Bunny soon came to a stop in the crystal caves. They'd searched all the caves and found not one single egg. They must be here somewhere said Thomas. But where? As they thought, a beam of sunlight appeared through a tiny hole high in the cavern and landed on a crystal. A ray of light bounced around the cavern walls, creating a web of light. And there, right at the centre, was a pile of... Easter eggs! shouted Percy. The Easter Bunny hopped up and down with joy and between them they gathered up all the eggs and raced back to Tidmouth Sheds. Whee! Epic! shouted Sandy as Carly spun her a full circle on top of Lookout Mountain. 
Well, asked Carly, can you see any eggs? Um, nope, but I can see the whole of Sodor, said Sandy excitedly. Carly lowered her back onto the track and tried to think some more. That's when Sandy started to roll backwards down the mountain. Carly! She said, picking up speed and bouncing as she went. Carly looked up, saw Sandy racing away from her and sprung into action. She was about to reach out with her long crane arm when she suddenly thought, That's it! The Easter Bunny must have dropped her eggs on the mountain and they bouncy bounced away. All she needed to do was follow Sandy and see where she ended up. Keep rolling, Sandy! I'm right behind you, Carly shouted as she chased Sandy down the mountain all the way to Brendam Docks, where she rolled right into a buffer stop piled high with Easter eggs, shouted Sandy. It worked! They scooped up the eggs and raced back to Tidmouth Sheds. <laughs> Cock-a-doodle-doo! Went the rooster at McCall's farm, just as team number three zoomed to a halt. Nia said she would search the stable, while Kana could search the cowshed and Diesel the pigsty. Why can't I search the hen house instead? Diesel groaned. Kana laughed. That's real eggs, silly, not Easter eggs. So they each went off to search, but there were no Easter eggs to be found anywhere. Just then, Farmer McCall appeared, ringing the dinner bell, at which the hens in the hen house jumped off their nests, revealing a pile of Easter eggs, shouted Nia. And with that, they scooped them all up and raced back to Tidmouth Sheds. The Grand Easter Parade went ahead as planned. A brightly painted truck led the way, with the Easter Bunny on top, handing out Easter eggs to all the happy children. And behind it, pushing proudly, was Percy, followed by Thomas, Nia, Kana, Diesel, Carly and Sandy. The biggest adventure club had saved the day. Sir Topham Hat was so overjoyed, he took off his top hat to toss it into the air. And there, balanced on top of his bald head, my final egg, the Easter Bunny cried. That's the place where I last sat in Sir Topham Hat's top hat. The end. Listen out for other adventures with Thomas and Friends Storytime. Parents, if you liked what you heard, like, review and subscribe to our channel. Tell your friends too. Thomas and Friends is a registered trademark of Ghislaine Thomas Limited.